yeah, back to happier things like the decline <laughs> of American civilization. Um, do you want to be at the top? Like, where on the boat sink do you want to be president? Like, do you want to be where like everyone's definitely we're we're slipping below the water now? It's gonna get bad, or do you want to be the guy who's on it when it hits the bottom? Well, Just you don't to want to be like, Czar Nicholas. I know that much. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, when it hits the bottom, be, that's when that's when Tsar Nicholas Gaddafi. gets appointed. Yeah. But the guy before that, do you want to be the guy who's just like, dang, probably get out after this one? Like, If you're going to be Muammar Gaddafi, get your tetanus shot now. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Growing Up Christian. I'm Sam. I'm Casey. Cool. I'm Jeremiah. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jeremiah is looking at his phone, so oh that's cool. Casey sent me a text message. I was like, wait, do I need to have this for the show? He's, What's going on? <laughs> he's too busy looking at awesome Memorial Day memes. Happy Memorial Day, everybody. Happy Memorial Day. Uh, yeah. I have a beautiful quote to get us uh just get the mood right. Uh, I found it on Facebook where all beautiful quotes go to uh, infect the brains of boomers. The, the, uh, the Promethean estuary of of like motivational quotes. Yeah, it, I like my favorite is it's like an, uh, it says uh, who, who's it by? It says dash unknown. And you just put you can just say anything dash unknown in front of like a nice picture and people will share it a lot if they're over 55 uh it's our flag does not fly because the wind moves it it flies with the last breath of each soldier who died protecting it because people were coming for our flag it's like it makes it sound like our country won an awesome game of capture the flag is what it sounds like (laughs) was it was this quote like attached to a picture of like cillian murphy rolling up his sleeves no it's attached to a picture of an american flag but uh, it, it totally, it, I think it's Killian. I'm not trying to be that guy and correct you, but I've always thought it was weird because it's definitely spelled like Cillian, but I've multiple people have corrected me that it's Killian. Anyway, uh, I don't, he's one I of hope those you feel guys, good about yourself like, right now. Thank you. It's just like Tom Hardy where like people see pictures of them and they just, they can't help themselves. They're like, I need to put some text over this guy's face. Like this guy will make my point to this slightly effeminate gaunt british actor who plays a terrible person from a hundred years ago he'll make my point for me yeah I, well, uh, he is dressed nice that's true yeah did you guys do your uh honorable duty and blow a soldier today or sorry <laughs> sorry oh, I, I also Sam. can include also can include <laughs> veterans into this you guys know i'm a very patriotic person it's not veterans so I have to ask. but but people fucking act like it is they always and they always include like, oh, and don't forget about the people who have currently. They always add that on. It's like an asterisk on Memorial Day. Yeah, Nobody wants fine. to feel. No one wants that's to feel fine. left out. I know, but it's like, why do we have both? Really? I mean, yeah, just combine them together. I mean, did you spell out any any clearer how much you value uh, the military? <laughs> <laughs> like i was actually bummed i was gonna like I, on the weekends i i play call of duty with my brothers online because like all the time zones line up and we can do it basically and... it's like uh stolen valor the video game <laughs> <laughs> well that wasn't the direction i was going but one of my brothers is active duty military that's where i was going and uh, i asked him i was like hey you want to hop on tomorrow he's like no i got work and me and the other brother are like oh we have memorial day off and he was like yeah 
<laughs> Must be nice. <laughs> <laughs> I hope your brother appreciates anti-military jokes. It's funny. We're all here to laugh at America's domination over the over the entire world. That's great. Um, also, I, we have a, a local business kind of blowing some smoke up their ass today that I thought was funny. Uh, they they posted because they didn't need to really post anything, uh, but it was uh, we could be open today and we'd most likely be very busy. But we are closed today Ooh, that's, in that's observance. Yeah, it is. Uh, we are closed today in observance of the holiday and a much needed rest from the grind. Happy Memorial Day. It is basically like we could be making a lot of money today, but we love the troops so much. Yeah, We're going to sacrifice because because Fuck that sucks. <laughs> Holy shit. He sucks so bad <laughs> because I think what we're seeing here is he, he has that um, all gave some, but some gave all mentality that he's just trying to channel uh, on his small business <laughs> gave, Facebook page. He gave, <laughs> he gave $1,500 in revenue by staying closed today. That's the all that he gave. Yeah. <laughs> He could have made a he could have made like a, a a payment on his Kia Sorento if he would he have only have... stayed open today. But he values the troops. What he could have stayed open it? and given all the proceeds that day to some sort of like injured wounded warrior fund or something like that if he really cared. But what type of business? It's a pizza place. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> I almost where feel I like go. That's... That's like, Despite his Blue Lives Matter sign, I still go there to get. Uh, I think to get it's my like pizza. wrong. Well, I, to, all right, a little bit of a rabbit trail. You got to put up with some stuff at certain levels of society. Like, I'm not going to be able to join a gym that doesn't have a Blue Lives Matter flag hanging somewhere in it. You know, like you just you got to accept that that's just the way it goes. Um, I feel like a guy at a pizza place being real excited about Memorial Day. He doesn't drive a Kia Sorento. It's definitely like an F one fifty or a super duty or a ram or something like that like or a jeep it could be a jeep it's got to be one of those cars though it always goes back to cars and what people drive with you jeremiah <laughs> there you can judge it's some books by their covers <laughs> yeah you can it's like i think idea, it's identity forecasting exactly that's why it makes a lot of sense that i drive a 2011 honda civic with a broken bumper and lots of rust on it that does yeah. you do sound like a northeast post emo elder millennial <laughs> I'm, Dude. All I need to do is empty my trunk so I can go on tour with it with four other people. <laughs> Dude, I love I love car watching as much as I love people watching, and for all the same reasons. And like the the Walmart closest to my house in El Dorado, they have like the there is always something interesting or fun in the parking lot. Like for instance, <laughs> somebody who I I imagine they work there. I assume they work there. Uh, drives one of those it's like a it was a factory dodge dakota convertible that they made in the 90s so it's like the old square body dodge dakota little truck but it has a rag top on it that you can take off wait boom, not, not like off the bed like the regular cab has a rag top it can be an open cab yes there's no way like a 90s yep. dakota yep i'm telling you it's it exists and I'm googling it. One. I didn't even know that the. Dodge oh my gosh, was. that is the coolest! That is the coolest little <laughs> truck. I want one. Oh my gosh, it has a little roll bar and everything. Dude, it's okay. red, and somebody oh, has dope. a pristine one at uh, at my Walmart. 
that's got to be the least safe vehicle ever sold in the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> like those old little pickup trucks were already incredibly unsafe. Now you take away like probably 25% of the structural rigidity. Oh, yeah. It's going to be good. Dude, it's like casually play. It's like casually playing with suicide. <laughs> yeah. Like you just gradually upping your dose of aspirin every time you feel a little headache or something come on. And like, or you could just buy a convertible Dakota. Yeah. And it's take the turns tr- quickly. It's the truck equivalent of a motorcycle. <laughs> yeah, it really is. <laughs> I, was, I feel like you could, like, you, I, is it unanimous? We'll find out here. Um, the worst car. Like, you know the worst person behind the wheel is driving a yellow H3, right? No, it's a Nissan Altima driver. Oh, my God. N- I should have expected drivers. you to disagree with me. Like if there's any H3 that's still on the road, they're an enthusiast at this point because those vehicles did not want to Gross. live. Like no, you can't give them. You cannot excuse their behavior. <laughs> I'm saying because if they've they're survived, an enthusiast. If they no no if they've survived, I'm saying so they probably won't be the worst driver. The worst driver are Altima drivers because like their cars are always dragging a bumper and they're made of three different colors and they're going twenty over and weaving around people like they're ready oh, to die at any sorry. given moment. I'm not talking. Yeah actual driving capabilities oh, you mean i'm just talking the worst, people. the worst kind of human behind that wheel oh no no then it's not them it's the guy with a quad cab ram diesel dually driving it to do errands those are the worst guys <laughs> okay he's lost was, me dude, at I, as far I as i know a... duallys are strollers because i worked in the stroller industry for enough time sam where... you you've seen trucks with like two sets of wheels in the back right i don't know if you're making a joke right now I, i'm uh, half and half i've okay. seen trucks with the... two wheels in the back so is that a dually no two wheels on each side in the back two wheels in the back is very normal four wheels in the back two on each side dually it's so you can take more weight with them birth and hips exactly (laughs) pasty he's so good at this um i meant to send you guys a picture i don't remember if i did i was waiting to get uh to pick up some food uh like i was waiting for our food to be made somewhere so i was just sitting in my car in the parking lot this tight little parking lot in town and this uh ram 2500 quad cab dually diesel starts rolling through the parking lot and slowly makes a circle and then about two minutes later it comes back and slowly makes a circle so i figure like they're just waiting for someone to um like have sex with them uh to leave their parking spot was my guess but then then they decide to pull diagonally they like they give up and they pulled into the handicap space slash the loading zone space so they're like they're breaking i think two laws at the same time and this woman in her 30s gets out and like the truck is high enough she has to like drop to the ground a little bit and then walks 15 feet inside to get her food. There's a bumper sticker on the back window that says like, God, not fear any fear other than like walking from the back of the parking lot, I guess. But nice. There was, and I looked cause I was so mad. No handicap plate, no handicapped hanger tag, like absolutely just double illegally parked to go pick her food up. Cause she didn't want to walk. Faith. Oh, I think man. Dude, Average every, every like lift kit over two inches should automatically come with like a glory hole retrofit for your <laughs> like it just becomes a problem on those trucks because like who can stand high enough to put their their ding dong into the cab at that point right you gotta be very tall or have a very long pp uh i i feel like like uh owning a car boot should just be something that general citizens should all have it's like placing cars under citizens arrest when they do dumb shit like that <laughs> Just no, uh, uh-uh. uh. Yeah, no, I'm not having it. Home. Like, if someone double parks, anyone should be able to put a boot on their car. I, that's the world I want to live in. Yeah, 
Dude, there was a, uh, I was at that Walmart yesterday and there was a <laughs> bumper sticker I saw that like really got my attention. And I, I tried to take a picture of it and I just couldn't get it like cleared up enough. But it said, it said, I'm a Jeep Nana, like a regular Nana, only cooler. <laughs> <laughs> so awful. Oh. I was like, man, I think I might be a Jeep Nana now. Yeah, there's a real, that's a very specific lane. Oh yeah, how's how's having a, a classic Jeep been to you, Casey? Are you starting to feel different? Yeah, no. The, it's it's like I just took a, a testosterone shot. Nice. Like, I'm, I'm a, I'm, I've started shoplifting. You feel like you uh, grew six inches? Yeah, I used to conceal carry. Now I, I brandish. I, I don't even wear a holster. I just, just carry, carry it in my hand. <laughs> like, what, just hold it in the air wherever I go. To be fair, it's probably one of your <laughs> antique store 22 pistols, so nobody's really scared. They're like, that's interesting. What's that boy doing? <laughs> 14 misfires for every successful shot. It's, like, it's a 22 rib fire. We're safe. <laughs> yeah, but just like, uh, you know, dudes with, with like ripped dudes, it's, it's more about the brandish than the actual practical application, you know? Like exactly. how many fights yep. are you going to get in? But you can you can probably intimidate your way into and out of a few if you just have right. big enough. It's not about how many you get into. It's about how many you deter, which you can't prove, but it's a lot. Everyone knows it's a lot. I think I, think I feel the same way about like any in-shape dude as Sam does about the military. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So we're just talking about our insecurities tonight. Is that what just, we're doing? Is that yeah, just seething just... with envy. <laughs> yeah, my really fit a little bit gay. Is that you what you guys saying? who are like five foot ten? That's what you mean? Yeah, screw them. <laughs> screw all of you guys. <sighs> oh man, so much has happened since uh, the last time the three of us were together. Yeah, it's been a minute. Um. National figure, America's mayor, Rudy Giuliani. Ugh, There's been some beautiful. disturbing allegations come up about him. Did you guys hear really? that? No, no, no I, I think I missed this. Uh, oh, yeah. He had... Post uh, post Borat 3, you know, that's, he didn't learn from that, <laughs> which is crazy. <laughs> He's in some hot water. I don't have the information like in front of me here, but I did read some articles on it. And like he has a there's a lady that was like his assistant or secretary or something she worked for him and she claims that uh basically like he leaked black goo on her oh yeah yeah i actually yes like she was sexually assaulted like as a basically as a condition of employment for years Ooh, yeah okay i've got it if you want um a woman who, who says she worked as an off the books employee for rudy giuliani oh that's a great start off the books is the worst start to yeah any during sexual his stint as trump's lawyer story. okay this is very recent then during his stint as trump's lawyer she alleges that the former mayor coerced her into sex and owes her two million dollars in unpaid wages all right i'm gonna be a little bit of a misogynist here if you're if you're a off the books employee for this guy for the period of one presidential term and he owes you $2 million in unpaid wages, you might be a prostitute. I think she's just like, that's, that's like $400,000 a year to be an off the books employee. Un- for one it's sexual assault unless she gets paid for it. Is that what you're saying, Jeremiah? I, I, I'm not, I, I'm not victim blaming here. I'm just saying there's a lot of, there's a lot of missing information in that paragraph no, no. that I feel like <laughs> that is, true. no, I mean, if info about what was, 
what her role was in the organization. She was Giuliani's business development director and public relations consultant from 2019 to 2021. Neither of those are real jobs. Those are titles you give people. It, Boy, he's coming out hot here. In it is. Dude, what what are you? You Giuliani stan? <laughs> <laughs> you simp for Julie? <laughs> <laughs> it is interesting. Like, I hope she gets her $2 million. If that's what she's owed and she oh, signed no. up for the job, knowing that, like, the, look, I'm going to... Uh, for two million, this is two million dollars worth. She it. wants ten million. He, she's she's saying he owes her two million, but she's suing for ten. Good. I hope she gets it. I hope she, because she earned it. If honestly, if you even looked at his cock, you get you earned ten million dollars. Get no questions asked. So, <laughs> right. So it, 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 just for balance, I guess since I'm the one defending Rudy Giuliani here, apparently <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna clip that. We'll use that later. Appar- apparently. Um, this same woman had accused a romantic partner of raping her and throwing her down a flight of stairs. And then that man countersued saying he was the one being physically assaulted and harassed and sued for defamation. And then she paid $10,000 to settle her claims in 2016. And they were still fighting through some other stuff as recently as last year. So also not victim blaming here for Giuliani did anything to her. I hope she takes him for all he's worth, which is probably not even $10 million. Uh, It's negative $10 million. She owes him $10 million after seeing him. (laughs) But this definitely, there seems like there's a lot of information we don't know about this situation. So while it's fun to be like Rudy Giuliani sucks and I hope this hurts him and I feel both of those things, like this feels like this is not going to be the last we hear of this story. (laughs) Yeah, that's probably true. I should have dug into it a little deeper. I read it like a few days ago and I I haven't kept up with it. But yeah, it sounds like there might be a little more, a little less to uh, the final proceedings. But if there was anybody who you were going to believe assault allegations about, or that he would also pay a prostitute to work directly for him or pay somebody in like to be a prostitute, regardless of whether or not they work like Rudy Giuliani is definitely one of the people you're like, Oh yeah. He's, 100%. he's done all of those things. Right. Exactly. Oh, sure. like, he's done all of those. Things. I mean, if you're a paid politician in this country, you've done most of those things. Kind of are he probably waited until like September twenty first to resume his activities, but <laughs> you know we all grieve at different paces. Yeah. What else has been going on? And you said there's a lot. Uh you're in the know. Uh well, okay, so this is kind of along the same lines, meaning um I I I got excited about this story. And then the more I like looked for it, the more I was like, yeah, maybe this is not, maybe there's not a whole lot here, but uh, it was in Forbes and I, it's basically the same story has run in a few other publications, but it says Trump supporters scammed by novelty items, quote, Trump bucks advertised as legal tender. And I like where this is going. So I'll go ahead and just give you the caveat to it here. So, I looked for some more stuff about the companies that they mentioned here. And I have no doubt that like 30 some boomers were scammed out of their money. I mean, that's, that's guaranteed. Right. But, but I arguably anybody who's ever donated to an election was scammed out of their money. Right. (laughs) Yeah. 100%. (laughs) But uh, I went looking for some of the companies that it lists here as, as promoting these products. And I really can't find like much of anything about them. So I don't know. I don't know if there's meat here or if this is like the media just grabbing like a a catchy headline and running with it. But um, 
saying that uh, some Trump supporters said they spent thousands of dollars on items in an effort to support a future presidential campaign for Trump. Um, Colorado-based companies Patriots Dynasty, Patriots Future, and USA Patriots, (laughs) all good names, have been advertising products with Trump's likeness, including black $10,000, quote, Trump bucks, sold for $99.99. They said could be redeemed as legal tender at most banks, including J.P. Morgan Chase, Bank of America, and Wells Fargo. They were selling $10,000 bills with trump's face on them for a hundred dollars and saying they war bond (laughs) you know what you're gonna go fight the nazis like you buy war bonds that's what you do when you're when you're sam and you're not out there like bleeding on the front line you're just a critic at home you buy a war bond i feel pretty convicted actually that's a good point i have Uh, what's what's that i don't feel any conviction yet the man in the arena you know honor goes to the man in the arena Also to the guy who bought his shoes for him, you know. Uh, The items, which include coins, checks, and membership cards, are sold alongside, quote, Trump rebate banking system handbooks, which the companies claim are, quote, official documents that allow the items to be used. And that is enough for uh, some people to just buy them. So basically, like... fraud. (laughs) Yeah, like... How widespread this is, I don't know. I mean, they quote a couple of people on here. One of them that they quote on here, uh, I pulled up his Twitter. His name's John Amon, and uh, he had a tweet that went viral that says, Alert, if you purchased any of the TRB Systems items, you got scammed. A lot of caps here. The TRB Vouchers, DJT Golden Checks, DJT Diamond Checks, TRB Golden Checks, have no monetary value. They are, quote, commemorative only in all caps. And it's just a bunch of people being like, ah, you dummy. Ah. But I don't know if this guy is saying that he actually bought them. It, honestly, he seems almost like a bot. Like his account is is just basically like him advertising for uh, a couple of different like management groups that supposedly like get you money for... Hmm. They're yeah. still manage like advertising, like get your COVID checks from the government business owner. So grifters being yeah. mad at running a bot account to be mad at other grifters. Conservatism, conservative fundraising is basically just grifting all the way down at this point. It's yeah, it's really uh, the gold rush is over. You know, uh, you know, Shiba Coin has dropped significantly, and like. There's just the people left holding the bag like me. Actually, speaking I, I of coin, Jeremiah, yeah, it's I'm been look, a little while. Up. I'm looking it up. <laughs> it's been a little while since we've looked up Trump coins or whatever they were. Uh, let's go branding coin. Yes. Oof. Oh, this is a lot of zeros. <laughs> Stamp. <laughs> uh, it is worth currently zero point zero 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 four six nine three dollars uh it looks Is like over the last down it uh when did the last time we looked at it mm, say two months um it is definitely it, it's actually up a tiny bit from two months ago but that is way down from uh i mean if i you zoom out it's just a a flat line it just goes down and stays flat and every once in a while there's <laughs> one heartbeat and then it just stays flat after that so what was the highest it ever was um Total market at probably ten dollars. Um, let's see. It was. It used to be point 
or 0.00000002136. I realize those different amounts are not going to make sense because that's a lot of zeros to keep track of. I'm trying to find the market cap right now, Casey. Um, oh, it's not listed, but $773 of it have been traded in the last 24 hours. That's wild. That's a lot. It's just For, like when it's one worth person so trying little. to buy cigarettes. Yeah. It, uh, <laughs> yep. So it's, it's price change uh, over the past seven days is down another 18%. So it's going well. Beautiful. Well, this does include a couple of quotes from people, which are really fun. Um, mainly one here. Uh, it's listed as crucial quote. Dude, none of this. Don't you wonder like how much of this stuff is actually written by humans at this point and how much of it is just like, hey, uh, hey, chat GPT, like summarize a couple of Reddit threads for me or something. Yeah. Is this, uh, is this uh, from someone on Twitter that they're quoting? I don't know. It just says Alabama woman. It oh, says, God. now I realize, well, that was stupid. The Alabama woman said, adding she bought them because I believe President Trump, because he knows all about finance and he was going to help the real Trump patriots get rich. I mean, that's something somebody would say somewhere. Amazing. <laughs> it's also something that most people don't probably well if you fell for that you believe that if you fell for that scam you buy into that narrative but conservatives are always talking about like we need to have our own economy you know like the second economy of like freedom loving patriots or whatever like just encourage them to do that it doesn't hurt anybody they can if they want those to be worth 10,000 trump bucks they can be worth 10,000 trump bucks it's cool like in their own account. they need like their own separate e they need their own separate internet at this point where they can just they, they kind of trade and trump keep, bucks yeah they keep getting kicked off the ones that have terms of service so yeah <laughs> exactly. so just give them their own just relegate them to the corners of the earth where they can rumble, really rumble republicans. Form rumble republicans uh i try not to go to the rumble double r worded is there anything good on rumble or is it just exactly what you think it's going to be i don't know you know i made an account at one point a while ago but i never really went back to it it's kind of like hive like i made an account but i you know i tried to post one thing and it wouldn't post and so i was like, ah. <laughs> was like I, tried. I guess i'm a legacy social media guys just these have been around for you know eight years and pretty attached to them yeah i don't well, know i it's very hard to tell with some of this stuff if it's like actually real is this something that actually happened is this like two people that got scammed by by you know some small scale operation or something like that? Like you can't tell anymore because they literally like are just farming headlines now well and a lot of that merch is just being farmed as well i get recommended so many ads you guys probably do too for like you know we're, we're in the category of like white guys in our 30s so i get marketed lots of like you know dr squatch manscaped um and then lots of things that are like called skull and bones or freedom against fear or whatever like clothing companies that all have the exact same stuff like it's a bunch of pithy quotes on shirts there's gonna be at least one or two let's go brandon shirts like they all follow the exact same thing and it looks like they're just paying like people on fiverr to make this art that's like vaguely patriotic just 1776 in some scripty font you know, with like a little American flag on the sleeve or something. And they're charging like 25 bucks for it. And some sob story about thing that's like supports our mission of real freedom, loving Patriots celebrating all the values we hold dear. Like, yeah, it's the same 
screen. It's like underestimate a patriot born in May. Sure, yeah. they are fiercely loyal. Yeah, they tell it like it is, and they will do anything to protect their family. Yeah, it's always shirts with too many words. It's like, I might not be a perfect son, but my mom gave me this shirt, and if you do anything to fuck with me, you'll never find the body. And it, it's like, wow, that escalated quickly. Quote unknown. Yeah. <laughs> slash Cillian, slash Killian Murphy. Oh, thank you, Casey. I'm gonna. I'm googling now. Is it Killian or Killian? I do like him. I am. I am naturally like going to uh, look favorably upon like anything that uh, they commandeer his images for. Same with Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy, like, uh, I think I, I rip on people for being so like obsessed with uh, The Rock. I despise him, but like, I would watch any terrible blockbuster that Tom Hardy's in. Oh yeah, he's got charisma, and he yeah, just he he literally just looks like every t-mobile manager i mean <laughs> like every single one again i feel like i've quit movies and i'm having a hard time placing the last thing i saw tom hardy in mad max fury road uh oh yep that would be it that would definitely be it love that movie that's love an awesome that movie, movie. <laughs> uh okay so is he in a batman movie yeah he was banned, yeah, he was banned. In... okay that's what i thought Dark okay Houses. so that those are probably the two Tom Hardy movies I've seen. Oh man, there's a really good one, Warrior. A recommendation for anyone else out there. Nope. Is he oh. like a UFC fighter? He's a UFC fighter. It's really it's a story about two brothers. It is excellent. It, like if you look up the trailer, the trailer makes it look like some sucky like Rocky knockoff or something. It is not that at all. It's a totally different movie. It's amazing. Oh, He's Tom Hardy. A lot of different things. Legend. He was really good in that. He plays like twin brothers who are like English gangsters. Oh yeah. Uh, he was also that. in Peaky Blinders with Killian Murphy. Yeah. Yes, he was. He did a wow. great Revenant. He oh, was a great he was we've come guy. full circle. Wow. He's a wonderful man. I'm glad we had so, this. And, and he bought a Trump box. So there's that. Wait, did he? Tom Hardy bought Trump box? <laughs> I, sh- I shouldn't say things. I shouldn't make oh. jokes about Tom Hardy. Yeah, it's pretty disrespectful. Casey, does your shirt say these colors don't run? It does. Okay, but is it a special flag or something else? It's got an eagle on it. Oh, okay. All right, all right. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I like it. It is pretty cool, right? It was five dollars at Walmart, and it. I I got to the cash register and it wouldn't scan, so I rang up a flower pot twice. (laughs) And I don't feel good about it, but uh, but I did do it. Actually, I really don't. I don't feel anything about it. I'm just I'm virtue signaling. <laughs> you guys aware of this term? Yeah. Oh yes. <laughs> I've I've become quite familiar with it. Dude, your uh your story about the I don't want oh, okay. I, I don't want to get too specific about it because I'm not trying to like draw any negative attention to anyone or anything like that. But uh your story about the pizza parlor. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was there was a post. I, I sent it to you, Sam. I don't think I sent it to you, Jeremiah. There was a post that came up. I saw on Instagram and uh, it was somebody talking about it being their birthday. They had turned, you know, 30 something and they were like summarizing their year in like real, you know, artsy language and stuff. And it was a series of pictures, you know, of them, of other things. Right. And uh, it it sucked. I mean, it was really <laughs> annoying to read. I really hated reading it. Uh, a lot of just like 
goofy language and whatnot, but and, and it, it you just got pulls out end. all the stops. It's like it hits all it it's all the stops. It was a person with like no shame or self awareness at all, and or conviction, or probably personality, or anything to really stand on as a human that sets himself apart as an individual. Oh my god, dude! Just like so. Like so self-absorbed while trying to sell the idea that they're a really caring, loving person that's so mm. invested in all of these things outside of themselves, you know? And so by sell, you great... mean actually sell. <laughs> yes. So there was two slides at the end of it, right? The first one, it says, things you can't give me for my birthday. And I'm trying to remember what all of them were. Reparations was on there. Uh, defunding the military. Uh, well, let's so see. her and I have rights. at least one thing in common. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you're both working equally hard at it. <laughs> <laughs> My jokes about it are as worthwhile as her Instagram posts. Well, you know what? Uh, you have to speak truth to power when you are, in fact, we're living, we're living, we're living in extreme day. <laughs> Wow. That's you guys a, like that? Got, yeah, I did. I, I remember was, that well. <laughs> and that's because, guys, that's because silence is violence. <laughs> that's right. And that means that you have to post on social media. Otherwise, the enemy wins. So it was things you can't give me for my birthday. Uh, reparations, trans rights, defunding the military, food for all was on there. It was a bunch of these things. It was like a, a top 10 list of like causes you should be for in 2023. And then it said the next slide was things you can do for me for my birthday. Subscribe to my OnlyFans. Buy me a book. Send me a donation. Like, and I was that looking at this the list direction of, I was expecting that to go. <laughs> it, was, it was amazing. It was an amazing post. And oh I was gosh. thinking like, okay, well, what charity are they going to put in here? Make a donation to this charity. Like that, that I, 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 I had 100% confidence that somewhere in this last screen, there was going to be a thing that says, make a donation to, uh, you know, the advocate or something like that, like some sort of, you know, charity for one of these causes and stuff. There was not, it was just 100% <laughs> give me money, give me money, give me money. Give me money. There's like six different ways to give you money, and that was it. <laughs> are you sure? Are you sure you didn't miss the the point or part where she uh, identified her OnlyFans as a 501c3 organization? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> oh man, what would be the angle? Now I'm thinking, is there an angle someone could try to claim that? I mean, all like your proceeds would have to go towards like sex education in rural communities yeah, or something. I, yeah, I wonder if somebody could like make incidentally make your material just goes to them for free. That's all it is. Like you keep your money, but you just let them watch you like rub one out. <laughs> That's it. It's a bunch of twelve-year-old boys watch you just rub your pussy, and they're just like, "Whoa!" And you're like congratulations this was paid for by probably some republican dad in the in the fucking rust belt oh i was to give call out specifically oh oh man dude it was yeah i just i just read this and i'm like 
oh dude this is i wish i could print this off and just like put it in a time capsule that i can't yeah. like, put a timer on it that i can't open for 25 years because <laughs> if 50 some year old me opened that thing it was just and read it i I don't know if I could even like 10 years from now, I don't know if I could look at that and really understand the context for it or like, <laughs> because, so and you're saying because it. everybody has food, we had reparations, everyone's taken care of it. That's why you'd be so shocked. It'd be hard for you to imagine a time in human history where nobody was taken care of. Right. Right. It'd be like Europeans when uh, somebody asked them, like, what do you think an ambulance ride costs in America? Yeah. <laughs> be like, oh, I don't know. Do you tip the driver or what? And they're like, it's three grand. Because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in other countries, it's more like, a, you know, an Uber system. And you have like stars. So the ambulance drivers that you rate them and then they rate you as a patient. And, Is this a uh, real thing? No, no, no. Oh, it's like this guy works next to the hospital and he just calls in an ambulance every time he has to go to work. <laughs> Honestly, as in, if you were an Uber driver who is like certified as an EMT, you'd probably make more money just like just doing both at the same time. Just like putting what? hints in your profile. Well, because people don't look at your profile before they hire you on Uber, I guess. How would you like there's like a new class of Uber like. Or what uber black or uber lower middle you mean lower middle or working <laughs> it's like those are the classes Dude, for uber you you may have stumbled onto like a really great business idea mm. okay think think about this okay the term ambulance chaser you know a reporter that it's like nightcrawler that jake right. gyllenhaal movie Which was, where he runs what around a and, great movie fantastic movie i just rewatched that last year and it's it's great it's yeah. a great movie but uh, what if, okay, you can only do this in America, but what if you just like basically bought a flatbed truck, you know, and instead of like piling sticks and leaves on it for money, what if you just like had a CB and you just listened for ambulance calls, you show up ahead of the ambulance and you say, hey, for 250 bucks, I'll take you to the hospital. How's that? <laughs> That's it. Anyone in their right mind with no insurance would be like, yeah. Yeah, let's do that. Even people with insurance, you'd be like, take out your card and see how much a uh, an emergency room visit is. And then you look at it and you're like, it's it's eight hundred and fifty dollars. Like, I'll get you there for two hundred and fifty, bro. Now, Casey, the only thing only problem I'm hearing here, I don't know if a flatbed truck is necessary. I think you could put them inside a vehicle and they nope. might be more Okay. All right. Never mind. <laughs> don't undermine my vision. <laughs> <laughs> it was my vision, Casey. You're a vision stealer. Don't undermine Sam's vision that I have perfected. Casey's going to pull up towing a trailer, like a wagon, like a hayride wagon. He's going to be like, it's so soft back there. You can just pile in. You can hold like three or four patients gonna... at a time to the hospital. He's going to pull up with a tow truck, but like it just has like the winch and he's just going to hook their shirt to the back of the hook and just <laughs> it's got, pull them up. It's got like an IV bag on the way back. It's got like an IV bag instead of a mud flap on it. Well, if you had to beat the cops there, or give beat me the, the blood lord there, and let me get away. If you're trying to beat the ambulance there, you want to zip in and out of traffic. It could be a motorcycle. You get a motorcycle like with a sidecar that you're like loading them into, or you have to load them on behind you, like ratchet strap oh, them to you. That's the move. Replace a sidecar with a gurney, but with like thick wheels on it. <laughs> oh, that's a great idea. Or you could even buy like one of those. Uh, like, have you ever gone on, like, Alibaba and looked at, like, motorcycles? <laughs> no. They sell them on there. 
you could just like i don't think you can buy them here because of emissions problems and stuff you know like import tariffs and all that but like you can go on there and just look through a list of like weird 125 motorcycle configurations like some of them have a truck bed some of them have a log splitter on the back. <laughs> some, some of them are just like a mobile KitchenAid mixer. Like <laughs> that's what it pisses me off. Other countries are all so much better. I know they're so much better at making like efficient vehicles that are cool. Americans would need like six vehicles to do that, and they would. I totally believe that there's a log splitter motorcycle that costs three hundred bucks that you can buy in Vietnam. <laughs> A motorcycle where when you throw all the ingredients in it, by the time you arrive at your destination, you have a freshly baked loaf of bread. I mean, that's fucking awesome. It's like it, it's the Domino's like hot and ready truck or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but it's using exhaust gas to heat it. It's like two fifty cc chainsaw mill slash tricycle. It cooks your pizza and on the way. Is a is a North Korean. Uh, slave that's being farmed out to the russian government in siberia you know <laughs> oh, the internet was a great idea oh my god uh, i'm serious though like you can go on alibaba and just look at the that is the weirdest site on the internet just like the strangest that you can buy anything there and you can buy you could buy them by the pallet whatever you want yeah who because uh, I assume it's mostly China. What factory there is like, let's just make weird versions of all of this stuff for like pennies. Like who decides they need new products that are like, it's like an iPad, but it costs $37 and runs off a custom OS that where did this come from? Who knows? Like, but it's going to look exactly <laughs> like an iPad. Who are it's, you selling it's that like to? It's like buying off of Wish and actually getting what you paid for. Get, well, you're getting what you paid for. Yeah. Cause it's so cheap. <laughs> I, bought, or I should uh, say getting what in... you bought as opposed to an empty box. Uh, I don't know. Alibaba, still, they struggle a lot with that too. I mean, there's, there's a lot of scams on there, which big surprise. Oh my God. And then by the time you get it, it's, it's three months ahead. So you have to try to find your receipt in your email database. Have you guys currently both ordered from there before? On Alibaba? No, I never have. Have you Casey? Yeah. I've ordered from there. <laughs> like, what I've never of heard of this website. Just... You've never heard of Alibaba? All it's I can like think eBay. of is Prince Ali, fabulous he, Ali, what is it? Ali uh, Ababwa? Prince Ali had to go pee under a palm tree. <laughs> Imagine the thing? aesthetic and the scams of eBay, but Amazon, and it's for the rest of the world. That's Alibaba. Amazing. <laughs> Pretty much. I hate that I haven't yeah, known like about can, this. It's, it's like Amazon, but you, buy, you can buy in bulk, and everything yeah. sucks. Yeah, I mean, so, so it's like right here's, oh my gosh, it is okay. So if you buy between two and forty nine, one hundred and fifty cc mopeds, they're six hundred and forty nine dollars each. If you buy more than fifty, one hundred and fifty cc mopeds, they're five ninety nine. And you can't order them here because they roll coal straight from the factory. You can get customized logos and packaging. You can customize like you can have it gift wrapped. It looks. <laughs> it runs off kitchen oil <laughs> it runs off gutter oil you just dump it straight out of the fryer into the tank and it goes which would actually you can right. convert any vehicle to do that and is considered more economical uh their tab for talking about their advantages is spelled advantages there are advantages one of the things they say is 
We have several utility model and appearance pat patents. You know it's good when they're like, there are several patents that our company has. Does that have yeah, they're all spelled wrong. Not sure. <laughs> you can you you can order your Harbor Freight uh, moped in a like perfect uh, replica Red Bull livery, straight from Formula One. You can have as many patents as you want as long as you spell all the right words incorrectly. <laughs> yeah, I love it's like a fun game to go on Wish and just like read description like the the headlines for for items because they're like they're like a paragraph every oh, single yeah. item is they're trying to hit every keyword so like everything has has 14 you know distinguishing factors in the headline i got an ad this week on facebook from wish that was guaranteeing that i could buy a nintendo switch for seven dollars on a flash sale seven dollars that is awesome that's a great yeah. deal did you get one nope not even to see what are they going to send you for seven bucks though like seven bucks feels like it'd be worth it just to like see the scam just to see what happens yeah i yeah like I, if there was like a hundred dollars or something i would think oh it's going to be like some crappy android tablet running You're, like you maybe basically it's running a nintendo rom you essentially are buying an email that says your order was canceled because you didn't order fast enough and they just <laughs> probably and they just hope you don't ask for a refund because it was only seven dollars just buy a pallet of of tablet cases that say america love it or leave it oh man i've just thought of a i've thought of another business idea okay so it's one of those uh trumpian clothing companies right that's selling all this freedom loving patriots whatever we can get chat gpt to write us something uh and then you make the orders all the orders are going to be cheap though they're only going to be for like 25 35 dollars like you don't want any expensive items and then we just have a like fake uh shipping like tracking code generator and we just make totally bogus tracking codes that are always like off by it. Or no, just figure out how to emulate the ones the postal service does. And that way it might just actually track random people's packages <laughs> and then just see like, how long can you milk it? And like, every time they try to like, come get a bunch of refunds, you just close the shop and set up another business and keep going. You All you yeah. have to do is put it in your terms of service that you're not responsible for lost packages. <laughs> and then... Oh, and dude, <laughs> you report that the, that the order is missing. And then you say, United States Postal Service government, am I right? Exactly. Although the only flaw there might be <laughs> the Postal Service is going to take that really seriously. If you're alleging that uh, they're not like delivering packages, they're going to be like, what package? And being the Postal Service, that's probably a crime. I'd probably use DHL. Feels Are like you saying we haven't found crimes. a quick workaround for fraud? No, DHL is actually pretty. Uh, <laughs> These DHL people is... <laughs> are frauds! <laughs> DHL is, is good. Uh they're almost exclusively international. Uh, okay, they... so what's the Spirit Airlines of shipping companies? That's what I'm trying to like. You want to pick one that they, they don't mm. have it together that well, so people will believe that they don't have it together. Man, I don't know if I know. Because like UPS and it's... FedEx, I feel like they're about the same. Like they don't, it doesn't really matter. No, it doesn't. They're, it's essentially the exact, well, Fed, I, I prefer UPS. Uh, that's boring conversation, so we don't need to get into the details. Actually. <laughs> no, this moving is good on, podcast moving on. combat. Which, which shipping company do you prefer? Well, it was it is kind of funny when I worked um, for a retail company in Boston. I managed the like their fulfillment, and it was um, we had gone back and forth between FedEx and UPS, and FedEx was like just a nightmare because they uh, essentially a franchise organization. 
Yeah. So really anyone depends. who drives a truck, <coughs> excuse me, uh, anyone who drives a truck is basically bought their route and their managers are like, I don't know what to tell you, man. Like, there's not a whole lot we can do here when the guy picking your packages up is an asshole. And it would there. It's kind of like a. They try to make it's. It feels kind of like Mary Kay, but for people who just want to drive. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a snap-on truck. Yeah. <laughs> Bam to the bip! I make you wanna flip. <laughs> you uh, nailed the timing back. there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, the other story that I wanted to talk to you about. We've been talking a bunch about music like before the episode and then some during the episode. Uh, I remembered a song this week and it, it came up. I've been listening to a lot of classic country lately. Driving and around today, the Cherokee, just feeling the vibe. A hundred percent. Yeah. Good. That's it. I, I'm happy for you. I made, I made it sound you like I'm really I was trying funny out a new though. identity here. You should. You should. Is your dog in the car with you? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And my Fantastic. wife. Great. That's everything you need. Is there a cold one in the cup holder? Well, I mean, a cold monster. <laughs> That's true. It's you. <laughs> I'm really harking it back to middle school. I get you. I get you. A little Dixieland Delight Monster uh, Rehab. Casey, if they made hard monster, would you drink it? No, I wouldn't. I have no <laughs> alcohol tolerance. Like this, but, so, I drank. But... <laughs> I drank like a shot and a half over the course of the last like hour of us talking, and this is as far as I go. But okay, how many monsters do you have a day? Well, maybe one. Okay. Don't don't make my problem sound worse than it is. I, I'm not trying to make it sound worse than it is. I'm just that's a weird line to draw. Like I'll drink a monster a day, but ugh, shot and a half of alcohol in it. I don't know. That's that's a little crazy. <laughs> and monsters how many make uh, me sick immediately? <laughs> how many ounces of kratom? <laughs> a kratom I do have a problem with. That I do I do have a. <laughs> That's what's going to kill me for sure. 100%. And you know what? It's kind of funny because if they just legalized weed, they wouldn't be losing so many people to Kratom 10 years from now. <laughs> I don't think that's true. I think Kratom is a superior plant to uh, to weed myself personally. And, uh, you know, I, I tell you what, I think Kratom cures cancer. And uh, this is okay. me going on the record and saying that. Yeah, on the record. So. This sounds like it comes from These one of your... These people uh, are frauds! Sounds like one of the uh, documentaries that a specific person in your family might be sending you. I've recently come to the conclusion that marijuana is just not for me. Uh, I've passed it up probably the last five or six times. And I, even in a social setting, like people will be getting high and I'm just like, no, I'm good. Like... Where are you I, hanging out in social settings where people are getting high? You're in your thirties. You're a father. What are you doing? Because literally so? everyone, because that's just what people, that's what everybody does. <laughs> I don't think I go to places where people aren't, don't have access to marijuana at their fingertips. I guess where are you guys at that you're like around people? That's my <laughs> that's <question>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, See, I don't that's live where, where you do. Like, I mean, going we to hang out with people who are and, doing stuff. We we're like hanging out by a fire. Our kids are all inside watching a movie and people, you know, you pass a joint around and yeah, that sounds like, a lot like hanging out with groups of people, which is not a thing that me and I'm guessing Casey would be doing. No, I mean, yeah. you can do it alone too. Like my wife prefers that over anything. Like she would rather do that than drink. Um, every time I do it, I'm like, 
I don't, I don't love this. Like I, I, I guess after all these years of doing it, I feel like it should, based on how people talk about it, it should be better than it is. And it's, I don't know. It just doesn't do it for me. It's okay, got to be. You don't biological. have to do drugs, Sam. You don't have to. But you I want to. I want to okay. do drugs, and that's what's the biggest. That's what's really hard for me is I. I just really hoped I could do more drugs when I was in my thirties. I'm in my mid thirties, man. Is this the direction the story was supposed to be going? No, in Casey. Casey hasn't even started the story yet. We're yeah, I don't remember where we left the story. Direction. Oh, we were talking about my how I'm trying on like Casey's got that shot and abandoned as an identity. That's yeah, right. you got that shot and a half days. of alcohol in you, and your stories are really starting to wander. Pop, pop. <laughs> <laughs> so there I am in the Cherokee. Got I'm the listening to the classic country playlist, uh, and somewhere between uh, Pam Tillis and Conway Twitty. Uh, song snuck in there that really doesn't belong in a classic country's playlist, but I but I appreciated it all the same. And it's called "Courtesy of the Red, White, and Blue." Yeah, this uh, is a real true classic. Every time it comes on, I get rock fucking hard. <laughs> you guys both know this song. Who yeah, doesn't? Lyrics, it's been a long time since I've heard it. The Toby. I've Toby never. Yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah. I've ever seen a fireworks display without this at least being ju- See, just again. Sam, going back there. to like you're going places where people are having firework displays. There's a difference here. Like, I wouldn't be somewhere where I'd hear this song. That'd be around people. It has the only time you're around people is when you're racing. Sorry, go ahead, Case. What was that? Oh, it, it hasn't missed a Fourth of July since 2000. No, <laughs> it oh, has. Sure. But I would, I'm surprised with the amount of time you spend at a racetrack, Jeremiah, that you, uh, that, I mean, that's with people. <laughs> yeah, but you can be in your own car away from them. I just looked up and Toby Keith, the song is off his 2002 album, Unleashed. Given the timing, that's 100% referring to America going to curb stomp the Middle East, right? And 100% the name of a Jet Li movie also. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, we covered that last time. Yeah. That is true. And that's a good one. <laughs> Uh, yeah, this is a a classic. This is this may it's be so the defining good. song of our generation. I think. Are we going to just read all the lyrics to this right now? Well, I think we should sing them in concert. I... <laughs> American girls and American guys will always stand up and salute. Will always recognize when we see old glory flying. There's a lot of men dead. So that we can mm. sleep in peace at night when we lay down our heads. And then it just goes and goes. <laughs> yeah, but the chorus, the chorus is the masterpiece. The bridge well, is what the bridge is what makes it all come together, though. Well, if I am I remembering the right part that's the chorus where it's like, Hey, Uncle Sam put your name at the top of his list, and the Statue of Liberty started shaking her fist. Yeah, uh, I thought that Eagle was the bridge. Fly, oh, it's maybe I'm he- wrong. When you hear Mother Freedom start ringing her bell and it feels like the whole wide world is raining down on you, brought to you courtesy of the red, white, and blue. Mother Freedom ringing her bell is her having an orgasm, by the way. A lot of you don't know that. <laughs> See, you're filthy and you always take it to sex. <laughs> I make it, it better. It's insecurity. It better. People are just, just two red-blooded patriotic alpha men here. Red-blooded. Talking about songs. Talk about songs that make us tear up a little bit when we're having a cold one and driving the Cherokee. Yeah, the word, and Sam the word just has to come in here and be sacred. like, exactly. And he's just coming in here being all Northeasterner up in here being like, <laughs> patriotism losers. What makes me really angry is you said in our truck, having a cold one as though the government has infringed on our rights to drink and drive. And that's, 
probably the most offensive thing you've said. You know what? I hope time. I hope scientists invent time travel just so you can go back and get drafted to Vietnam. (laughs) 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 So uh, this song was, dude. It really like encapsulates a time period that's hard to put yourself back in the headspace of. And we were young. Yeah. Like, um, what were we like? Eighth grade, something like that. What year did you say it was? 2002. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's eighth, ninth grade. Yeah. Somewhere in there. Um, and, uh, it was, God, I don't know. I don't know how you describe it because you can't roll back all of the things that have happened since then. And I was listening to like, I I listened to a couple of podcasts where they talked about what we're, what I'm going to discuss here in a second. And I was kind of getting angry at the way that these like, like snarky, smug podcaster people were like corporate podcast people. I mean, literally this is like iHeartRadio garbage, you know? (laughs) Did you intentionally go looking for podcasts on, were they related to the song? Where there's like a rev- song review? What? How'd you find these? Well, and why'd they make you so angry? Well, because there was... So where this goes from here is Toby Keith, if he represented... If the him and this song represented like mainstream, red-blooded Republican America at the time, yep. who represented the other side? The Dixie Chicks. You nailed it. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> you nailed it, dude. And he and the Dixie Chicks got in a feud during this time period pre-twitter battle yeah this was all happening through legacy media and stuff and uh statements reported by the associated press did did they do diss tracks or no just like a few (laughs) country diss tracks well so it started because uh i mean the whole controversy around the dixie chicks started when they were they were so dude i i had totally like like lost track of how popular the Dixie Chicks were back at that time period. Oh, apparently. Yeah. Okay. So their, their album, um, God, it's like, take me away. Or it's one of their title, like mainstream, like their, their landmark songs that they sang is the title track on an album. And that album sold 13 million copies Ooh. at the time. It, God, dude, that is nuts, isn't it? 13 yeah. million copies. And then their next album, which is kind of like marred by some of the controversy and stuff like that, still sold like like 7 million or something. I mean, it was they were huge. They were maybe like one of the biggest musical acts at the time. And they're in London doing this like sold out stadium tour type show and the 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 main uh person from the dixie chicks god i'm missing her name now uh natalie mains she's the lead singer that's right and any story that you read or anything you hear about the dixie chicks from this time period she's the only one that's ever quoted Mm. like there's three members in the group i don't have their names in front of me but uh god there let me just let me just I'm looking them up. Take a look at them real quick here. Just, Natalie just Maines and then right. sisters Marty McGuire and Emily Strayer. So Marty and Emily are never quoted in anything. It's always Natalie. She kind of spoke for the group. And as far as I can tell, like they backed her up pretty much like 100% on anything that happened. 
but like she was the main one that kind of like sparked the controversy. So they're at this huge stadium tour show in London and it's right as we're about to go into the, into Iraq. Mm -hmm. And she makes a comment about how one of the things that we didn't see when we were kids and we were just watching nine 11 footage every day when we got home from school. (laughs) That's all we watched on repeat for months on end. Dude, it was, it was all the time. In fact, I remember there was like a pretty big controversy at some point. I don't know the time period, but I remember there was a big like Fox news controversy around the fact that like other news outlets were like, they were kind of like they were, their policy had shifted to where they were like, Hey, let's not continually show the towers getting hit by airplanes and people yeah. dying and stuff. Like, let's, let's just tone that down. It's been years. Maybe people don't need to see this every day. And there was like a backlash over that, you know, I don't have never to forget these... thing of like, you're trying exactly. to like brush aside the only thing that everybody talks about or thinks about all the time. Like it was ridiculous, but yeah, I remember that. Right. Well, and so at the time we didn't really get to see the fact that like when we were about to go into Iraq, there was, some of the most, some of the largest, it might even be the largest protest in world history around the globe, uh, in countries all around the world of people like protesting the fact that we were about to invade Iraq. It was a huge global movement that like, I, I don't have any memory of, I don't remember ever seeing anything about it. No, same. Agreed. So she was on stage at this London tour deal and she said something along the lines of, Hey, just so you guys know, we're on the same side as you. We do not support going into Iraq and, and, you know, we don't want to see a bunch of people killed and stuff like that. And then like one media organization picked it up and that's where the whole controversy started. It was like, you know, the Dixie chicks don't support the troops. The Dixie chicks don't want to like, they're not like they're terrorist apologists, basically all of that. And that was like one of the first big, like public cancellations when you say. Yes. Yeah. At least that I could even recall. Cause if I'm thinking back as far as I can, that's the first one. I remember I never liked country music, but I remember feeling like, these people are like supposedly country artists and they're not supporting George Bush. Like I remember that correlation being mapped in my brain that like, if you're country, you're for conservatism uh, and them not towing the line, like stuck out as something that didn't make sense for everything that I understood as like good quality country music, despite not even caring about it. There was definitely like a feeling of that, like, how dare these people like speak out against like, we're trying to to ensure that America's not attacked again. And Saddam's been a menace since the, you know, since since we the, gave him his Iraq, job, Iran war. <laughs> yeah, basically. Right? We weren't talking about that in the news either, at least not at that time. Yeah, and dude, there's so many things like looking back on this stuff that that I don't know. Like I said, I was listening to like like these couple of podcasts about this whole thing and just like the smug tone about like how people felt at the time. It was kind of making me mad like listening to like it's so easy to dismiss now like 
<laughs> people thought there was weapons of mass destruction. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Like, yeah, now it's ridiculous. Like, you cannot roll back everything that we know now, right? Not no. only about the fact that there's not weapons of mass destruction, but, like, think about how much we've learned about, like, what the federal government has done to, like, lie to us and stuff since yeah, then. Yeah, I mean, that was the onset of the Patriot Act, basically. We wouldn't have had hundred percent Patriot Act without that. And that everyone's like bothered by like TikTok's invasion of privacy and stuff like that. But I mean, it's really like the Patriot Act opened the floodgates and it wasn't till like over a decade later that we realized the implications of what that meant. And even after knowing it, people go, yeah, didn't that suck too bad. That's just how things are now. And no one's given one fuck about trying to roll something like that back either. Yeah, and now you're like, like you went from being a kook to saying, you know, people used to like laugh at the fact that people are like, the government's spying on you. The government's listening to your phone calls or, you know, reading your emails or something like that used to be insane. Like when somebody said something like that. And then all of a sudden we learn that they are doing those things in whatever yeah. passive sense they are. I mean, there's not some federal agent assigned to sam they're probably right jeremiah and i but there isn't yeah that's fair that's fair right because you guys own guns i've been a gamer no no it's it's probably the stuff i've said in game lobbies throughout the years (laughs) (laughs) oh man yeah this guy is uh this guy's ordered you know seven copies of the anarchist cookbook he's either distributing them or he's really bad at keeping track of them (laughs) (laughs) but like you can't you can't unknow those things. And it's hard right. to put in context the way people felt when like, dude, Colin Powell is like showing, he's like going through a slideshow on TV, showing you trucks that he says are loaded with chemical weapons and stuff. Like you cannot like laughing off the way that people felt at the time is so irritating to me. At the time, yeah. it felt like it was another world war two. Like we're fighting the great evil. The world is coming together to rid the world of this horrible horrible thing like and i mean that was at least like four years of that yeah and and every like mr you know like liberal podcaster like every leftist icon almost without fail was in favor of the iraq war basically (laughs) everyone but bernie sanders (laughs) with the exception of bernie sanders and they're like you know kind of uh you know they could go either way on him depending on what he's saying today you know but uh I, I don't know. It's just really irritating to listen to like people just laugh off the spirit of the time. And I feel like that's kind of what this song encapsulates is like, this is how people felt like this blew up and went crazy because that's how people felt. It felt like, you know, it was uh, so on track that Christians were okay with the word ass for like, for, <laughs> ever afterward like that made ass okay yeah it's it, like it, without it's, context that's a, a very sting. clippable clip yeah. <laughs> that made ass okay <laughs> the poop hole loophole is what we're getting back to 100 percent. no but and, uh, well what should, do we need to quote the lyrics what is it uh something about lady liberty she'll put a put boot a up your ass it. that's the american way yeah i mean i you're like everyone's like you know, if I heard my kids say ass, I'd, you know, put them in a corner and shove a block of soap in their mouth. But I hear in this song about Lady Liberty shoving a boot up terrorist ass and we are 
here to party and blow stuff up, but not in a terrorist way. It's just like the the righteous kind of colorful display of right, fireworks right, right, kind right. of way. Yeah, right, yeah. right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. Like nowadays, like there's people people dismiss things that are obviously a problem now just for whatever for whatever political reason you know or that it's detrimental to their the person that they're trying to get you know elected or opposing or whatever back like then Biden i remember can't ride like a bike. Being... i mean we should have really had a much that should have been a bigger thing right biden having a hard time on a bicycle <laughs> right. it was just swept that one under the rug do you guys remember when the abu Ghraib stuff came up oh yeah dude i I read a book that like shocked me to my core on Abu Ghraib from a guy who hasn't written a lot. It was called The Good War is Hard to Find. And it was like this tiny little book. I don't remember. He really died in a car him. accident in like 2012. It was really weird. Michael Hayes. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was a journalist and he. You said Michael yeah. Hayes things and now I'm definitely on a list. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I just, I found his book after the fact. He was a journalist that was able to see some of the shit that was going on there and wrote about how it shocked him. And I, that was the first book I read where I was like, Oh my God, maybe things were more, were fucked up. And I didn't, I was just a kid that was along for the ride. Like that was the first book I I had this. I, I don't really know where I'd fall on that spectrum now, but I had a moment or in a time where I was like, would have classified myself as, maybe like a full-blown pacifist and reading that book at the time was one of the things that made me be like, this is that was, that impacted me and kind of moved me a peg forward on that trajectory. Yeah. It's, it's dark. It's dark. And, and at the time it was still like, like Abu Ghraib was a real turning point, I think in how everyone felt about the war. Like that was a, there was a lot of people all of a sudden that like that shook their understanding of America as being a benevolent force in the Middle East. And you, you went one of two directions. And I feel like, I mean, I was a kid, I was still in high school at the time, I think, but I remember like being disgusted that someone would have leaked those things because it would hurt the war effort it would hurt america's standing over huh. there it might radicalize you know troops i'm sure that was like fox news talking points at sure. the time probably hannity was talking about that or something but um it was like this is going to mobilize the resistance against america like american troops are going to be in danger because someone leaked this footage and these pictures right. and that's and that's the wrong part is the leak which is always right. how that stuff goes. That's uh, the wrong it's the disloyalty. Yeah, yeah. Like That's obviously, Julian this Assange is bad. still can't show his face in, <laughs> anywhere. Look, guys, there are proper channels, right? Of to, course, to, you know, yeah. to bring accountability to these situations. And like the person who leaked this is irresponsible because they should have right. gone through the proper channels. And the Just proper like channel Julian is Assange like... and Edward Snowden and everybody. <laughs> right, because the proper channel is the path that a bullet takes from the front of your forehead to the back of your skull that's the proper channel the proper channel is 120 miles an hour into a tree yeah. uh, the proper channel are your brake lines don't work that's so yeah it's just it, you can't really encapsulate like the mindset back in 
you know, 2003 or whatever this was when, when, uh, you know, Keith or Keith, uh, Keith for uh, Sutherland, Toby Keith, <laughs> Toby Keith and the Dixie chicks kind of got into a spat. So he released this song, um, basically said that it was kind of inspired by, you know, his feelings about nine 11. His dad was a veteran. He talks about that in the song. Uh, he lost an eye and, he supposedly wrote it in like 20 minutes or something. And <laughs> it sounds it. I mean, lyrically, that's not shocking. Also, I mean, this is, this is his strike. version of some gave all also let's go back to, Look, uh... <laughs> it's not Corbett McCarthy, but it's put together. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It's a country. He's like an everyman country singer, like pop country singer. This is yeah, what, yeah. this is better than 90% of what country music is now. <laughs> That's fair. But, I mean, uh, this, this has a very this is a very direct message, and like you're either in or you're out. Like it's not some sappy love song or just talking about nonsense, like vague cross like cultural appeal nonsense. He's very clear about exactly what this song is going to be from the very beginning. So the clarity, clarity is, is the essence good. of wit. Yeah. So clarity is what makes it solid country. I'm saying he's not wishy washy like modern pop country, like where it's it's just very vanilla rehash stuff most of the time like he's taking a stand for something so that's the quality oh, of country music though sam, is taking sam, a stand. If you, if you stand for something you know what's gonna happen he's gonna happen <laughs> yeah i do i'm well, well you fall for anything sam yeah, you fall, for, fall anything. for anything sam oh, sam guys. god damn you <laughs> dude okay i'm i'm blanking on her name but uh on breaking points who's the who's the lady that's a part of the counterpoints Oh, uh, I don't remember the, the one who Grimm and she talks I like can't remember her name. like the lady from the show Baskets. That's what I think of when she talks. I'm not familiar with Baskets, but that's I'm, I'm sure it makes sense. It's like <laughs> a, a, a very lack of voice. personality. So she described country music the other day, like modern country music as like redneck Mad Libs. it's like god that's so perfect (laughs) anyways um so yeah toby keith writes this song he wasn't gonna release it because he thought it was just kind of like ah this is personal this is for me you know you write that email sometimes you come back to that email the next day you're like oh i'm glad i didn't send that draft like let's just simmer it back down my instant okay, thought is, so, I'm not going to release it. Was like, this will make a good story later when I say I wasn't going to release it. And everyone's dude. like, did you know he wasn't even going to release that song? Did you guys know that? That is how everybody sounded once that interview came out. Okay, but th- okay, think about you're putting yourself in this position, right? So pull me out of my this song. He's like not planning on recording it and releasing it, you know, and then he plays a show at the Pentagon for a because group that was of a Marines. Because that was a thing <laughs> that we used to do a lot of back then. <laughs> this was a thing. Dude, they sent Adam hey, Devine no, over to an guy. aircraft carrier to do stand-up <laughs> for the truth. I know what this has to tell me. If this, he wasn't going to record it. He had no intention of using it, but then in front of all these people at the wherever he was, true say Pentagon, Pentagon White House, yep. Pentagon, right? He decides impromptu, not the part top. of the set list, just whips this one out, and it gets a standing ovation. 
Dude, the Commandant of the Marine Corps, James L. Jones, told Keith it was his duty as an American citizen to record the song. Quote, it's your Come job on. as an entertainer to lift the morale of the troops. If you want to serve, this is what you can do. Oh, my gosh. This is a what a parable. Now, yeah. go home and don't record it. <laughs> oh, my you God. You know, at that point, you don't record this song. You're basically like the Abba Grave leaker. You're, That's true. You're more or less, you're indirectly killing American troops. It's like you're like, taking the bullets out of their gun. You want to be responsible for that, Sam? It's I mean, I know you're a bleeding heart that hates the military, but do you want to take the bullets out of a soldier's gun? Can you live with yourself? It's the equivalent of Ron DeSantis see, see, not ordering torture on people in, uh, in uh, Guantanamo. It's, it's that. <laughs> You think Ron DeSantis is going to waterboard like Kathleen Kennedy when he gets old? <laughs> if they haven't already in their weird, dark role plays. I'm just expecting Disney to actually field a candidate. Like they're just going to say like, screw it. We'll run for president. Like we're just ready to Disney, make this real Disney personal. Corporation runs for president. Yeah, <laughs> Bob Iger is like, we're going to turn this franchise around. Oh my God. Can you imagine like, like DeSantis gets elected president and all of a sudden Bob Iger is strapped into a chair and DeSantis is like holding <laughs> jumper cables like over a car battery. And he's like, how many genders are there? Yeah. How many? How many, Bob? Let's Tell me how honest. many genders there are, Bob. Disney's private military would take him out before he got within a mile of Bob Iger. <laughs> That's the oh my God. I, you okay. know what? We ought to encourage these billionaires to all run for president at the same time. All those fragile, fragile egos with all that money competing against each other. Like that's what I think America, like we all agreed the last time a lot of us agreed Trump and Biden are like the worst two choices from each party. And now we have to choose between them. Like again, into that. I think one. this, this could bring America <laughs> together. Let's watch Bezos and Musk and Gates, like all just <laughs> slugging it out with billions and billions of dollars. And it needs to be a Netflix show. I don't. I want. It needs to be Netflix. Show. Like the presidential election is no longer democratic. It's like it's a Netflix show. It's like it's like one of their dating game shows. But you're running for president, and you get like twelve of these old white fucks with too much money. I think that I think you're onto something there. Jim. I mean, we're gonna no, we're gonna be diverse. I want Oprah in there as well. She's a billionaire. Let's... Okay, I'll take that. Rihanna's uh, also a billionaire, which in and one so of the only billion, Okay, I like this. Only yeah, billionaires. We, we, want, only we billionaires. want people who obviously have the business acumen, like Kid Kardashian. There, like we want their opinions. I want them debating each other. Yeah, this is a good plan. Taylor Swift's gonna be like, a billionaire at the end of the story. Like American so Idol. In there. It's like the debate. Actually, Taylor, I can only of American Taylor Idol. Swift would win. I'm sorry, Sam. I, I kept interrupting you. The guy, this guy, posted this video. He was like. What does she do to have all this power? And he's showing a video of like he lives close enough to a stadium where she's playing that he can, you know, see it from his window. And there's like a crowd in the parking lot the size of the stadium watching the show on the screens. And he's like, and this is night two. This is the second night she's here. She's like, she this woman has so much power. <laughs> Real I mean, honestly, if she was old enough to throw her hat in the ring for president right now. Have you not she, read this conspiracy theory? 
No, is that what the is that what is that's that about thing? that she's working towards? So all right, so I only know this because Taylor Swift was born in the same year as me, 1989. Um, but there is a a joke that started that, like most other things, people can't tell how seriously you're taking it after a point where Taylor Swift would not be old enough to be president while she was running, but would be old enough to be president at the time of being sworn in. I look. Dude, I'll, I'll vote for her over uh, Trump or Biden. Yeah, if you. <laughs> what do we got to lose at this point? Literally, like, who gets to manage the unraveling at this point? Like, right? Who gets to ride that ship down? <laughs> who gets to scream? Who gets to be screamed at by Marjorie Taylor Greene and Lauren Boebert as she goes through her divorce? Oh man, you had now. To put here's a the thing: sour the, note into things. Yeah, on, <laughs> on the decline of, of America. Yeah, back to happier things like the decline <laughs> of American civilization. Um, do you want to be at the top, like? Where on the boat sink do you want to be president? Like, do you want to be where like everyone's definitely we're we're slipping below the water now? It's gonna get bad, or do you want to be the guy who's on it when it hits the bottom? Just well, you don't want to be like... Czar Nicholas, I know that much. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, when it hits the bottom, be, that's when that's when Czar Nicholas Gaddafi. gets appointed. Yeah, but the guy before that, do you want to be the guy who's just like, dang, probably get out after this one? Like, <laughs> if you're gonna be Muammar Gaddafi, get your tetanus shot now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> oh god! Okay, um, <laughs> dude, we might have to tackle this in like another day because it's. <laughs> oh wait, you're still not to the point of the story. <laughs> no. Okay, so <laughs> I'm, I'm just setting up the two titans who are about only... to clash. Oh right my now, god! Right? Wait, we're, this, this seriously is about the still about the Dixie Chicks, Toby Keith, Rat Beef. <laughs> that was the that was, yeah that was the whole thing. <laughs> If you, if you two bros could keep it on task, you we, know what I mean? No, that's not what we do. <laughs> you have to summary ahead of time of what the point of the story is supposed to be because we're just taking turns everywhere. I'm sorry, man. I mean, well, right. well, we're an hour and a half in. Do we, do we do the meat of this as a part two? I mean, what do we do here? I kind of want to hear the story that. at this point. We could do that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, we, it's, it, it took essentially becomes like the preliminary. I mean, what are we going <laughs> to do this? Another 45 minutes? <laughs> I'm good with that. Let's let's revisit it on the next solo episode and and I can take a I'll do a little more research and we can do a, a deeper dive into it because it is fun. It is fun. And it's like there's a clear winner at the time. And I mean, the at clear least it winner seems to me. the person who won in the celebrity deathmatch episode of this rivalry. Right. No, but I would claimate this in a heartbeat for sure. <laughs> Get the Wallace and Gromit guys on top of it. Yeah, claymate. Uh. <laughs> All right, so uh, next solo episode, we will see the Dixie Chicks go head to head with Toby Keith. It is truly the Proud Boys versus Antifa in two thousand three. <laughs> a real Marjorie Taylor Green versus AOC. I was just say Marjorie Taylor Green versus like high school musical subjects. I don't know. <laughs> that'd be lauren bobert never mind versus high school musical all right well um thank you for listening and uh if you enjoy the show share it with a friend uh preferably a friend that's still going to talk to you after they listen to it they're not going to file a report at work if you're going to share it with a coworker, just be uh very cautious that's all i would say because yeah, i don't even share this with my coworkers, so i get why you might not but Jeremiah does because he's a peach. 
He's a wonderful man, and he does so anyways, regardless of the consequences. It helps to be in an environment where there's... It is funny when you're like doing this it's like i have it's like this feels like a different world than where i work like i don't work you even casey work in a pretty like just culturally christian environment there's nothing culturally christian about where i am and nothing about what i'm doing here would make sense to 99 percent of the people who i would brush shoulders with at work they'd be like what, some might what say that? that's at the heart of our educational problems problems right. in the u.s and they might and i might say that's why massachusetts generally does better with education than uh you know the places that think that we're the problem so how do you do it growing food how do you do it uh, oh, oh oh we're pretty good there's actually <laughs> a lot of farms in massachusetts there's a lot of lobsters you just pull them out of the water <laughs> you you what, we'll farms? all succeed we'll all secede and you guys have fun boiling your belts and shoes the united <laughs> states of new england would succeed quite well i believe Casey, you can't secede unless like 15 other states between you and the water want to. Like yeah. you're just a, you're a prisoner of whatever the Midwest is doing. This is just me ceremonially uh, slapping the aquifer and saying like, we got at least eight good years left in this bad boy. <laughs> if, if we could take New England plus like New York, we're we're fine. I mean, we've got we could easily sustain our own economy. Well, you'd probably just, yeah, by voting to be a new province for Canada. No, independent of Canada, but we'd still have universal health care. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and uh, if you're not in our Discord, you should join it. It's fun. You know what? There's a lot of cool people in there that you can talk to and share uh, <laughs> event about whatever, you know, your your mom's trying to get you to do. Or you can post uh, the cool shirts like mine that you find at Walmart. Or five you can... Bucks. Talk with me and a couple others about how awesome Tears of the Kingdom is, if you're a Legend of Zelda fan. Or you could just sit in the shadows and uh, you Lurk. Know, judge Be a lurker. Me. The link is in the is in our uh, link tree. It's on our it's on our Instagram. So you can go there and find our Discord and join up. It's fun. So do that. Have a great rest of your Memorial Day and we will see you.